On today's episode of Disney Deciphered, we talk about what's coming to the Disney parks in 2023 and when we think are the best times to visit. Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we take a look at what's coming to the Disney parks in 2023 and when are the best times to visit. Find old episodes of this podcast at DisneyDecipher.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. We're also on YouTube now and would really appreciate it if you subscribe there as we get that channel going. If you'd like to support the podcast, check us out on Patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered, where we receive bonus content, including bonus trip reports. Or you can support the podcast at no cost to you by using me as your travel agent. Get started planning your Disney vacation today by emailing josephchung at travelmation.net. If you have any questions, email us DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, tweet at us at www.deciphered on Twitter, or find us on Facebook and Instagram, DisneyDeciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As The Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips With Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So on today's episode, it is the beginning of the year. Well, not the beginning of the year as we're recording this. We're still in 2022. But as you're listening to this, it is 2023. And what we like to do at the beginning of every new year is talk about when are some of the times we think are great to visit Walt Disney World and Disneyland. We're going to add that on this year for the entire year. But also uh, we want to talk about what is coming. Let's get started. We'll do Disney World first, what's coming, and then Disneyland, and then we'll talk about uh, Leslie and I. What we did this year is we both picked three times that we would like love to go to the parks this year. Now, I'll start with something that just went live a couple days ago that I'm pretty excited about. It's the uh, DuckTales Adventure thing in Epcot, so I'm looking forward to my kids doing that. So that we thought was going to come in 2023, but actually came in 2022. After that, uh, there's a bunch of stuff. There's no hard dates on any of them, but we've broken it down for Disney World. We've broken it down into what we're like 100% sure is going to come in 2023. Well, we probably think is coming, but they, you know, you never know with Disney. I mean, they said the dining plan was coming back, right, Leslie? And uh, (laughs) it's still uh, not here. Yeah. And then what we're not totally sure about. So for things that are definitely coming, Roundup Rodeo, I think we mentioned it on an episode a few weeks ago or maybe months ago at this point, but the table service restaurant Toy Story Land, that is getting there. That looks like that'll be ready to go sometime in 2023. Splash Mountain, I guess this isn't something that's coming, but something that's going is definitely closing in January to be redone to the Tiana retheming by 2024. And then the things that we know are definitely coming because they've told us and I've, I have seen with my own eyes the trains running, uh, the cars running, actually, and the train running is Tron Light Cycle Run. That's coming. And then because that's coming, finally, the Walt Disney World train will reopen as well. That will be a happy day in the Chung household, I know, with your son, ready for that train to come back. But but yeah, I mean, there's little drips and drabs here, but it is kind of crazy that we don't know dates for a lot of these things. It's crazy that the Toy Story Land restaurant is coming in 2023. Like, wasn't well, that started be, in like 2019 or something? <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be 2022. So yeah, it's it's a mess. That's why I said those four things are definitely coming. The only one that I can like... Well, no, yeah, those four things are going to happen. If if Roundup Rodeo doesn't open in 2023, it's never opening. I'm 
comfortable saying that. Um, Leslie, why don't you tell us the things that are probably coming in 2023 that like we're pretty sure it's going to happen, even if we don't know exactly what they're going to look like. Sure. So we know that some version of Happily Ever After is coming back, most likely. I mean, we don't exactly know fully the shape it's going to take. I mean, I think the the song's coming back. Um, will the show be the same? How much will the, will the tweaks be? Remains to be seen. And then we know that we're kind of going to get World Celebration in Epcot, the sort of retheming at the, the front of what used to be Future Worlds and different drips and drabs there. I mean, basically, the scrims are gone. You can walk through the center of old future world again, but there's still, you know, work to be done. And we think we'll get uh, <laughs> some changes there. And then we're going to have harmonious clothes. And who knows? Will the barges go? Will the barges stay? Please go. Please go. Yeah, Leslie, you said for our Disney Deciphered Unfiltered episode this month, uh, which we record for our patrons at the Disney Decipher level and up, that we should do like bold predictions. I I would let let's guess then when we think the world celebration scrims are gonna be gone because I don't know. It's still like I I'm pretty confident it'll be in 2023, but it could be November for all we know. You know, with the rate that uh, construction is going, so we'll see. But it'll be great to have the the center of you know what used to be known as Future World open to walk through again because it is so annoying to walk through there right now there's no direct path between anything and that park is so giant that you're already walking way too much anyway and then sort of having to to navigate and and you know i don't go often enough to know what what scrim is up at what given (laughs) point in time it was really hard this summer i kept like bumping up against things and finding that i had to go like way back around and that was really annoying so we'll see what it looks like when i'm there um in a couple weeks in january and and maybe i'll have a better estimate um in mind then once i see what it looks like for myself temporary disney do if you're walking through the scrims and epcot read the signs they they are good about telling you where to go like if decide what you want to do like if you wanted to do the land pavilion and do soren read the signs pointing you to the land pavilion don't try to go your own way there's no way to figure out your way through those scrims uh, if you haven't done it before all right so the last things that are coming to walt disney world that we think will probably come in 2023 but we're not like 100 percent sure There's a figment meet and greet that was announced at D23. That should be coming soon. Polynesian's DVC Tower, they're saying it's going to be done in 2023. So we'll see if it'll be done by then. And then last minute addition that I put on here, uh, Moana's Journey of Water at Epcot. The reason why I put it on here is because, you know, I'm sure many of you have seen on social media, the gigantic Tafiti. Um, Is it, I don't, is it a statue? Is it shrubbery? I I don't know. Topiary? No one knows what. It can't be a topiary, right? Because it can't live for no. ever. Like they can't. So I don't know what it is, but it looks like it looks plant-like and alive, but it can't be alive, right? That just that just uh, defies the laws of science. But I guess we won't know until we get up close to it. But they have installed that. You can see it from the monorail, and you can see it from <laughs> satellites. Uh, not quite satellites, but you know, um, BioReconstruct has, I think, or someone like BioReconstruct has taken drone pictures of it, so you can see. Uh, Tafiti there at the Moana Journey of Water Pavilion. So hopefully that'll open in 2023 as well. All right. So that's uh, what's coming to Walt Disney World. Leslie, now you are our Disneyland correspondent 
on the ground over there. So what do we got coming to Disneyland? I know Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and we actually have dates for this one, unlike all the Disney World stuff. Yeah, well, we have one date, essentially. I guess two dates for Disneyland. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is opening January 27th, so really, really soon. And I'm very excited about this. I mean, my son loved the attraction when we rode it at Disney World, and apparently the queue is going to be that much better. But, but of course, as you and I remember, Joe, it's not hard to improve upon the queue because all they need is air conditioning. Oh, <laughs> that <gosh>. works. <laughs> that was terrible. You know, as... As an aside, Leslie, I, I, I thought in my head that one day we should do an episode of what are the worst Genie Plus lines in the sense that, you know, like some of the Genie Plus lines, the merge point when the Genie Plus people merge with the standby people, it's still like another 10, 15 minutes. And Mickey and Minnie's, the, the reason that I was like we should do an episode on this is solely because of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Like I hate the section after that merge point so much at Walt Disney World because you're just in this small room and you're you're still uh you know there's still like four switchbacks you need to do before you wait to get on the pre-show anyway if they can improve it Leslie it'll be much improved because you know that's definitely on one of my uh worst lists for cues so yeah I mean well they're working with a new building so I mean that obviously means they're going to be able to improve it I think um, and they had to work with what they had in the Chinese theater in Hollywood Studios so they're building something fresh and excited to see that so January 27th for Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway and then Toontown itself is getting an overhaul of a lot of the smaller attractions some will go there'll be some green space and it sounds like that's going to be finished March 8th and reopening fully I'm not really sure sort of what part of Toontown will be open for Mickey and Minnie's because it's kind of in the middle I mean it's maybe in the first half but closer to the middle of where Toontown is located so I'm guessing sort of the back half of Toontown will continue to be closed off and Probably everything essentially when you enter from, to the left and to the back um, is what I'm, is my guess. But we shall see. But that's I mean that's a pretty quick turnaround when you compare that to the Tron timeline in Disney World. I mean Toontown hasn't been closed that long. So kudos to the Left Coast team for <laughs> hopefully uh, doing this one pretty quick. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome. I know everything else Disneyland wise is either rumored or like we can make an educated guess that it's coming. So what else do we got coming in 2023 at Disneyland? All right. Well, we already had this previewed on the Disney Parks blog. The old Tarzan's Treehouse, previously Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, is coming back with more of a Swiss Family theme. I think they're going to call it like something like the Adventureland Treehouse, but, but it's back to sort of old school theming with modern touches. And it looks really beautiful. Imagineer, uh, uh, Kim, is it Irving? Um, who's the daughter of Madame Leota? It had a big, big hand in that. And so she's, you know, sort of very true to a lot of the um, Disney uh, history. So I'm excited to see that. But again, no date on that. But that's been under construction for quite some time. So I guess where I gave praise with Toontown, then I should take the praise away for the treehouse. And then also yeah, under construction. It's not Tron Light Cycle levels of. Uh... No. no. <laughs> you know, that's been. I don't, that's been a long time. So, yeah. <laughs> so, and the other renovation that's going on right now, of course, is Paradise Pier Hotel. That's turning into the Pixar Place Hotel. And I haven't seen it in person um, to sort of understand exactly what bits and pieces they're doing at different points in time. I mean, I know they're painting the exterior and I know they are going to redo rooms and, and things like that and add restaurants because there were no restaurants since COVID there. So so we'll see what the timeline is like, but it's it's very unclear to me 
just how much of a gut this is. I mean, my feeling, and I think a lot of feeling um, among Disneyland fans was they should just tear it down <clears throat> and start over. Like the hotel is that bad. It's that dated. You know, the lobby just feels like of an era. I mean, they're going to have to do a lot to, to touch it up. So we shall see. But stay tuned for that. And then also on the hotel front, um, the Disneyland Hotel is building a DVC tower in the back corner. And uh, again, don't know dates on this. I mean, I guess if I was a betting woman, I, I might think early 2024. I think 2023 probably seems pretty bold for that. But if the Poly has a chance by 2023, then I think the Disneyland Hotel does too. Because I think, I think Disneyland Hotel started first um, with the construction. Is Paradise Pier open through construction? I know, I know, um, Disneyland Hotel must be. Yeah, the Paradise Pier is open through construction, but I'm basically just telling everybody don't stay there. <laughs> the pool's closed, and that the pool's often closed at that hotel, and they let you usually go to one of the other pools at Disneyland Hotel or Grand Californian. But I mean, I just can't imagine paying. The rates are still high. I can't imagine paying several hundred dollars a night for that hotel. Period. Much less that hotel under construction. But you know, people do. Understood. The fact, not the reasoning. Okay, so let's move to when to visit Walt Disney World and Disneyland in 2023. I think the, you know, let's let's go back and forth to kind of mix things up. And so just listen carefully, whether we're talking about Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Although a lot of the concepts do kind of remain true between the two parks. So for me, the first time I have that... Uh, I would really like to walk, visit Walt Disney World this year is in May. Um, you know, if you've listened to any of these episodes in the past, that's typically a shoulder season. There's only some kids who are out of school, if any, you know, the earliest kids get out of school kind of that second, third week of May. So if you go that first week of May, it's really great. And then the reason why I have that on there this year, besides it being shoulder season, is because Tron Light Cycle Run should be open by then. I mean, I'm I'm anticipating it'd be open by March or April and I might need to take a trip in April or maybe I'll just swing by in May on like a random weekday for a couple of days. So that's top of my list this year of when to visit Walt Disney World. All right. So top of my list for when to visit Disneyland was a little tricky because of this uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Toontown separate openings. But I chose late February. And the reason is this. Everybody's going to mob the parks in late January to see Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And then they're going to go away until early March when Toontown reopens. So the, the vlogger factor, the vlogger factor. So I think if you go in the middle, that you'll get the best of what is coming to Disneyland. I mean, you'll get the the ride itself. I mean, the Toontown atmosphere is great, but if you don't have young kids, it's not essential for most families to experience Toontown. So I think that's, and that's traditionally um, a time of year that's kind of quieter after, I'm talking about after President's Day in late February. So not that week of when a lot of schools are out, but, but ideally sort of the very end of, of February. So you'll kind of get that lull, I think, there in the schedule if you're looking to dodge crowds. And, and weather's still quite pleasant often in late February. I mean, it's not quite as much of a rainy season. It's getting to be a little warmer, but it's not hot weather. And I enjoy that time of year. Yeah, this year is tricky because actually February President's Day is so late. Um, it's the 20th this year. But I think that back end of that week and then also in, in a weird way, like maybe the first week of March would be better than it normally is at Disneyland. And yes, again, this concept should go for Disney World as well. 
in fact, I was like recommending some people, you know, I normally recommend late February to clients, but this year I was like, because president's week is so late, maybe go the week of the 13th. But in general, February is pretty good. But like you said, Disneyland is going to have the issue with the Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway, like that initial burst of crowds and energy. This is a good time to talk a little bit about holidays. The other interesting note is that Easter is... It's late this year. (laughs) My kids are in Catholic school. Spring break already always coincides around Easter. (laughs) Yeah. So it is April 9th. um, And so that at Walt Disney World has the effect of a lot of the East Coast schools have Easter off. And it affects me personally because New England always has the third week in April off. Now, it's not as bad as last year. Last year, Easter coincided with that third week. And so it was actually a super crowded time um, in mid to late April. But I think this year, because Easter Easter is late, which means spring break crowds are going to be spread out all the way between March and Sunday, April 9th. But uh, the nice thing is, I think after April 9th, even though a bunch of people from Massachusetts are going to come down the week after for that, uh, it's called Patriots Day or Patriots Week. Um, that third week of April, it shouldn't be as crowded as it typically is. Yeah, it's always good when spring break crowds are spread out. But yeah, that Easter week can be can be rough for those of us who are tied to it. <laughs> yes, but late April in 2023, unlike in 2022, should be better crowds because even though Easter is late, it's not as late as it was. It, it creates this really... When Easter and Patriots week coincide, it actually is pretty brutal. So um, that's a benefit when the crowds are spread out. Now, what I wanted to do this year is pick one holiday to recommend people go to because I understand that, you know, we're all wed to our school schedules. So did want to put a holiday on there. It's not going to be the best time. But if you're going to pick a holiday, I think Labor Day is the holiday to go to Walt Disney World. Definitely, you know, sometimes the weekend is a little bit crowded. But by Monday, especially if you can extend it to like Tuesday or something like that, that Monday and Tuesday are very quiet. And honestly, the Thursday and Friday before are pretty quiet as well, because even though everyone has that long weekend off, the way that the cadence of people's lives go is that they're mostly just starting school again. They're not ready to travel yet. And so in terms of holidays, I think Labor Day is the way to go. And I think your next Disneyland time recommendation is in that same general time vicinity. Am I not right? Yeah, yeah. I recommended the last two weeks of August, and we saw it this year at Disneyland. The parks were just dead, totally, totally empty. And that's because a lot of California schools start going back second week of August. I mean, more of them are like third week of August, somewhere around there. And that just that just absolutely kills the, the locals and, and the crowds and anybody sort of within drive distance. So that's a great time to go. I mean, the only downside to that time of year is that's often the hottest time of year in Southern California. So you have to be prepared for the, you know, weather. But at the same time, I mean, it's never... Florida weather. <laughs> so if you're used to going to both, it's not going to be the end of the world heat wise in those last two weeks of August. And I always would much rather be hot than stand in long lines. For sure. And yeah, that's the downside of May, potentially, you never know in Florida, and then definitely Labor Day, you know, it is still hot, it is still the thick of summer. I mean, I've heard some people in Florida say that September is actually worse than the rest of the summer weather-wise because, you know, hurricane season starting. Hopefully we don't have another hurricane, um, you know, two years in a row, knock on wood. But 
that's one thing to bear in mind. So my last date is, in my mind, a perfect time to go. And if you listen to Disney Deciphered at all in December, you already know what's coming. That week after Thanksgiving, that first week in December, crowds are low, holiday decorations are up, and uh, it weather is near perfect, you know, that is the time to go. I've said this and I keep, I'm just trying to speak it into existence, Leslie, trying to go again that time next year. So we'll see if that works out. But yeah, excellent time to go, in my opinion, um, to Walt Disney World. Yeah, that's fair. And I picked a similar time of year for Disneyland as well on this one, um, the first week of December, you know, give or take as soon as, you know, Thanksgiving's over and before the schools start getting out. Uh, that is a sweet spot that my family used a lot when our kids were younger, um, before we had kids in school, because yeah, the holiday decorations are up and the crowds are, are sort of in that lull between the two holidays. And there's definitely just some sweet spots. And again, weather's really pleasant often. Although folks this year, we are having atmospheric river after atmospheric river here in California and in December and just rain, 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 rain this year. So I guess that's the one wild card. This is unusual, very unusual. I mean, often the rainy season really isn't until January in California, but this is an odd year. Great for the ski resorts, bad for the theme parks. Well, you need the rain. You guys are always on drought advisories or whatever. Right. So, you know, good for good for the overall society, I guess. Sure. Yeah. So Thanksgiving is uh, November 23rd this year, which means I think week of November 27th and then that first week of December, December 4th uh, should be great times to go to either park. All right. So that is our picks for three times to go to Disney World and Disneyland this year. If there are times you like to go, um, you know, secret times that we haven't mentioned that you're willing to share, of course, let us know. DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at WWDeciphered on Twitter or on Facebook and Instagram, DisneyDeciphered. And, you know, also let us know if there are any things coming to the parks that you're excited about. Every year, so we will say our traditional year beginning Disney do or don't, which is don't really plan your schedule too much around things opening, except for maybe Tron and Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway this year, you know, but you don't really need to plan around it unless you really want to. So that's our kind of Disney don't. Leslie, do you have another Disney do or don't for us? So Disney don't for 2023, you know, it looks like we're headed into recession. Budgets are going to be tight. Revenge travel is over. So my Disney don't is don't stay on property at Disneyland. Uh, that is, you know, a bold uh, recommendation for me because I do, of course, love my Disneyland hotel. But, you know, Paradise Pier under construction, Disneyland Hotel under construction, Grand Californian, crazy, crazy, crazy expensive. I just don't see the value there with just 30 minutes of early entry. You can get everything you want at Disneyland with rope drop, regular rope drop, not early entry, and with Genie Plus. So don't spend the big bucks on Disney hotels this year. Great tip. Um, with Disney World, it's a little bit different, but you can uh, refer to our previous episodes about that. The too long, didn't listen version of that is you do get a little bit more benefits. I mean, the different, the real difference is you get proximity with Disney world hotels or transportation that at Disneyland, it's not a factor since you can walk from all the offsite ones. All right. Well, that is it. We are looking forward and excited to see what 2023 has to bring. 
both in the Disney parks, but just in Disney in general. So yeah, just looking forward to a great year here at Disney Decipher. Hope you and your family are planning some awesome, awesome trips. Thank you everyone for listening. And other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and I will see you getting out your paper calendar to start mapping out all these trips that we're going to do. Thanks, Joe. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 